Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. By reading this ad, I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back to the Podcast Positivity Show. It is season two. I am so glad that you are fellowshipping with me again. Today, we're going to be talking about self-criticism. We're also going to be talking about healing. So stick around for a while. Uh, I wrote up a little commentary. Uh, I really studied this subject and uh, the subject of criticism, self-criticism. And um, I have a little something for you here. Sometimes we tend to be very critical of ourselves. We look at life around us and the people within it and compare ourselves to those that seem to be getting it all right. But we must let go of the notion to self-criticize. Picture ourselves standing in a courtroom in front of a judge and jury. See us stepping forward to be judged and suddenly a man appears before us and stands in our place telling the judge that he will accept the sentencing for us. Well, that is what Jesus has already done for us. So when we judge ourselves, we are not acknowledging the forgiveness that we already have through Christ, making it null and void in our lives. To be self-judging is to reject that the judgment Christ took on himself for us is sufficient and and full in our lives. We can be hard on ourselves, forgetting that the only perfect one is Christ. And because he stood in our place on the cross, we can rest in the fact that we don't have to focus in on every little mistake. Allow Jesus and his sacrifice to be enough for you, to be content and happy with who you are in the imagery of the Most High, of the Holiest One, and that is our Heavenly Father. Now I'm going to go to 1 John uh, 3, 1 through 3, and I'm going to read you some scripture on this because we have to go to the Bible when um, when we're going through life problems and things in our lives, you know, that, that we're struggling with or dealing with. It is very important to go to the Bible and see what God has to say about these types of things. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. 
Beloved, we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall see. But it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, is what I'm trying to say. And see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Now, I stumbled up a little bit. Let me go back. I want to take it back because I want to make sure you get that. I want to make sure you get this nugget. Okay. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Who is him? Christ Jesus. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. See him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. So if you're looking at yourself in the image of Christ, um, if you know that you that Christ is in you, then you're not going to judge yourself so harshly because or criticize yourself so harshly because then you know, well, wait a minute. Okay. If I'm in the image of God and Christ, Christ was perfect. He had no spot, no blemish. So if I'm in his image, I'm all right. I'm going to be fine. Romans 8 and 1. There is no condemnation now for those who live in union with Christ Jesus. You cannot condemn yourself. You are not condemned. God loves you. You are a part of his kingdom. And, and we have to remember this and we have to know this in order to not get into what the world um uh, says we should be, or we should have a certain amount of money. We should be driving a certain type of car or have a certain type of house. Women wants to, uh, be a size two or a size zero. They're not happy with it with, you know, maybe being a size, uh, 10, 11, 12, whatever. We can't fall into what the world want us to be. The vision the world has placed on us trying to fulfill and um, um, trying to fulfill um, the world's desire of who we should be. We have to walk in who God says we are. What really matters is who God says you are. You don't have to worry about what a human being on this earth, th earth thinks of you. Because when you go to this scripture, it is clear that God loves us. God loves us with an agape type of love. That's a love that man is not even capable of. Do people really know how to love? I mean, love is an action word. And most of the time people use that word very loosely, but they never really, um, they never really show any display that they really do love you. <coughs> Excuse me. But like I said, don't be so self-critical. Because being self-critical makes you depressed when you're always looking at what someone else has, when you're always comparing yourself to others. Know that you are enough in God's eyes. You were fearfully and wonderfully and perfectly made in the image of Christ himself. How much more great can you get? If you know who you are in Christ and you know your relationship with God, then you don't have to worry about what the world is saying. Oh, she doesn't have the clothes. She doesn't have the cars. He doesn't have uh, the muscles. Oh, he might have a little belly on him. He ain't hitting the gym. So what? We don't want to hear it. 
knock out all that negativity. God loves you right where you are. The Bible clearly states God will meet you right where you are. Jesus is our savior. He died on the cross for every single thing we could ever go through. So he understands your hurt. He understands your pain. He understands what you're going through on a daily basis. He know how you feel like you might not be enough, how you might feel like you don't fit in. If you're socially awkward, so what? Be socially awkward. You can be as socially awkward as you want to be. And anybody that don't accept you for who you are, then they're not a positive person in your life. People can, uh, we even go to social media. People can not like your status on Facebook or Instagram. Who cares? That's not going to help you in your walk with God. Them not liking a status on Facebook or trying to give you the cold shoulder on a, on a, on a, a social site is not going to stop God from loving you. I, I've, I've literally um, noticed this um, on my own through social media. People can be very mean, very nasty, very judgmental. You know, everything is not what it seems online. People fake their lives. Oh, they're doing this or doing that. They have this or they have that. And in reality, they really don't even have these things. You know, they're just doing it for a, a show to get attention, to get the likes on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or what have you. But let me tell you something. There ain't no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, or no social site that can ever, ever move you out of the love of Christ Jesus, that can ever take you from being a child of God. So no matter what anyone says or what anyone feels, don't self-criticize yourself because sometimes we can be criticizing ourselves because of the way other people are treating us. But let me tell you something. If somebody can't see the good in you and they can't see how much of an asset you would be to their lives, then how much of a wonderful, beautiful, blessed child of God you are, then they are not meant to be in your life. They're not a part of your story and you walk away from them. Or if they want to walk away, you let them go. You open the door for them and you let them out. But God loves you and don't self-criticize. No matter what your goals are, if you haven't gotten there yet, you will get there. I've been, I've been working on things for so long in my own life. And all the time, the goals are not accomplished when we want them to be accomplished. But don't judge yourself or criticize yourself or feel like you're not doing your best or putting your best foot forward because you've been in it for the long haul. You've tried. You've done all that you can do. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and let God take the wheel. You ask his son, Jesus, take the wheel because I cannot do all this on my own. And I'm not going to sit here and self-criticize myself because I know that I have a need. And that need is for my Savior. And my Savior promises to never leave me nor forsake me. So that is what you have to tell yourself every single day of your life. Believe on Christ. Know that he is with you. Keep your eyes upon the things that are godly. Keep your eyes upon heaven. And know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Christ, Christ himself. Self-criticism. I really wanted to talk about that today, you know, because this world is just so hard on us. You know, um, it, it, it makes, you know, going through life, if you were to listen to every negative thing somebody had to say about you, you would hate yourself. 
but people don't know who you are in Christ. They don't know your walk. They don't know the plan God has for you. If can't nobody see your greatness, it must not be meant for them to see the greatness in you and let them keep moving. It's their loss. It's their loss. It's simply their loss. Yes. So moving right along, woo, it got me stirred up here. Moving right along, I wanted to also talk about healing today. Um, yeah, healing. There's a lot of people who are going through uh, something, you know, within their bodies, and they're looking for healing. They are. They're looking to be healed. They've been going through something for a long time. I know everybody is familiar with the story of the woman with the issue of blood in the Bible and how she was healed by just touching the hem of Jesus' garment. And and a lot of people think that, um, you know, miracles and miracle healings and signs and wonders are, oh, that's a thing of the past, that God doesn't do that kind of thing anymore. But let me tell you something. I'm here to tell you that miracles are real and they are still happening today because Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible clearly states that. So why would he not heal today like he did yesterday? Exodus 23 and 25. So you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Do you know that you can be healed of anything that you are dealing with? If the doctor has given you a report, oh, you only have a few months left. You only have a couple of days left or whatever. We don't accept what the doctor said because Jesus has the last say. You know, God is on the throne. God is on the throne and God is the boss of you. He says when it's time for you to leave here. So I encourage you today to not accept those diagnoses that you've been given Know that God is able to do what he says he will do. And he says that he will heal your body only if you believe. So don't, you you can, and you can be healed. So let me tell you something. And I'm going to say it like this. Faith. You don't have to have a whole lot. Cause I know a lot of people say, well, oh, you know, my faith is a little weak right now. And, um, you know, I'm kind of going through something and I don't know how much faith I really have. Faith, the size of a grain of a mustard seed and you shall be healed. All of your needs shall be met. If you simply have faith and believe the Bible talks about it over and over and over again of belief, belief, belief. You cannot access something that you do not believe in. So if you are believing in that, then all of it will align. It will line up. And then you're able to access the blessings and the goodness of the kingdom because now you believe, you believe. And so Isaiah 41 and 10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Do not fear because you've been going through something for a long time in your body. Maybe your finances need healing. You've been struggling for a very long time and you need money and you need, um, you know, help paying your bills, whatever. Um, Maybe it's a relationship with a family member that needs to be healed. Maybe your children, um, your marriage, whatever you are going through, whatever situation in your life, spiritually, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, whatever situation that you need healed can and will be healed. 
if you believe in that. If like whenever we're going through something, we need to learn how to go to the Bible and put a scripture on it. I was once told by a great pastor that when you're going through something, you go to the Bible and you see what scriptures you can take to offset that thing. So go to your Bible, Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. Don't be downcast in your spirit or discouraged or any of that because you can receive healing. I, like I wrote in my book, Never Forsaken, um, for those of you who have been with me since season one, um, I've talked about my book, Never Forsaken, a lot where I gave birth to a disabled child and I was also sick at the time that I gave birth and they did not want me giving birth because of my own condition. And God brought me completely through that situation. None of the diagnosis that they uh, were, were diagnosing me with, none of those issues or problems they expected even happened in the delivery room. And my son was born. I came out of that and nothing happened uh, wrong to me because I was on my knees daily praying and believing for God to get me through that delivery. And even after that, um, when the enemy wanted to come in and, and throw us another curveball, um, my son's heart was bad and he needed heart surgery. God took an attempt, <coughs> excuse me, I have allergies. I'm sorry. <coughs> God took a 10 month old baby through heart surgery successfully. And I watched this and my son, he's, he's, um, alive and well today and thriving, you know? And so, like I said, I'm not just saying this. I'm not just throwing out a hope message and haven't been through anything. I have been through a many of things and a lot of people will judge your situation and judge your life and judge you or whatever, when they don't have any clue what you've ever been through. But let me tell you something. It is what you're going through right now. That is going to make you so seasoned. That is going to make you so strong for anything else that you have to deal with in life or get through. It might be meant for you to encourage somebody else. So don't see it as a death, a death sentence or something that you can't get past because healing belongs to you because Christ died that it is yours. And that is the truth. And having fear can keep you from being healed. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has not but of a sound mind. So you definitely have to make sure that you check that fear at the door. I'm not saying you're not going to get fearful. I'm not saying I've never been fearful before, but you check it at the door and you don't allow it in. You don't allow it in and you put scripture on it. You pray, you believe. And even if you got to start fasting or doing whatever you got to do, you make sure you connect with God, connect with the Holy Spirit, because Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And he said, if I don't go, he said, the helper won't come. So now the helper is here, which, which is the Holy Ghost. And he is here to help us, to guide us. So connect with the Holy Spirit. Pray in the spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to intercess for you, for you in prayer. But know that you can be healed and that it's not all lost. That fear will come, but you have to check it at the door. You have to say, I'm not going to sit here in fear, but I'm going to do something. I'm going to pray my way through this thing. I'm going to believe my way through this thing. Matthew 9 and 20 through 22. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. 
For she said to herself, If only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Be of, of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well, and the woman was made well from that hour. Matthew 9, 20, Put a bookmark in that. Get your highlighter. Highlight that. Because that's going to be the scripture passage right there that I know for a fact has so much power in it that can definitely help you through your situation. This is this is uh, some of the scripture passage that I definitely studied on and meditated on when I was going through my health scare and the health scare of my son. I definitely was all up in Matthew. All of the miracles, all of the things that Jesus was doing, how um, he healed the blind man and all of that, how he was curing leprosy, all of that. Go to the book of Matthew. Get your get your scripture on your situation. Get your scripture on your situation, because when you are going through what you are going through, you cannot go through it alone. We can't battle this by ourselves. We have to battle this in a spiritual realm because what we see with our eyes is not exactly what what is actually there and present. This is a spiritual warfare for your health and for your body and for whatever situation you are going through, whether financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, you can be healed believe you can be healed. I'm not just putting out a hope message just to say something or be here on this microphone. I am telling the truth of God's kingdom. God is a good God. He sent his son. He gave up his child to die. Nobody would do that. Nobody's going to give their child up to die. So Jesus died for a reason. He took a crown of thorns upon his head that we may be whole and healthy and living an abundant life. So believe, faith, the size of a grain of a mustard seed. Faith. That's all we need. Lord Jesus, allow us to go without our day believing for you for every single thing we need. It is time for our good deeds around the world. We're going to highlight a um, organization called Samaritan's Purse today. Helping in Jesus' name. Founded in 1970 by Bob Pierce, this evangelist and journalist traveled throughout Asia in the years following World War II. During a trip to China, he met a group of brave women who lived among the lepers and orphans in order to help them and share the love of Jesus Christ through selfless service, Pierce was so moved by these women that he dedicated his life to finding other Christians who were willing to care for the poor and suffering around the world. After seeing children suffering on the island of Cochito, Korea, he created Samaritan's Purse to meet emergency needs through evangelical missions after his death in 1978. Franklin Graham took the reins and expanded the ministry for the next 30 years to help those suffering from earthquakes, hurricanes, famine, and wars, following the biblical example of being the Good Samaritan. And that has been our good deeds around the world for today.
Listen to the Podcast Positivity Show on Radio Public. It's free, easy to use, and helps listeners like you find and support shows like mine. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. How, you ask? Because Radio Public rewards podcasters with the paid listeners rate. And for you, the listener, it's free to listen with no hidden fees or charges or credit card signups needed. Listen on iOS and Android.